You're listening to the Tabernacle of Prayer Sermon of the Week. We pray today's message will empower you to grow in the Lord. For more information and resources, visit toprc.org. Acts chapter 9, verse 3. As he he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goats or the pricks. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Stop right there. This is the first time you ever see Saul calling anybody Lord. And he's not saying, hey, sir. He's saying, Lord, because of his position right now. He has been lowered and reduced. And the only power that could reduce a man with pride is God. The God he thought he was serving but never met. He met, he thought he knew God, but he did not know, uh, he did not know the representation of him that came in flesh. Therefore, he could not understand salvation. Okay, stop right there. Go to 2 Corinthians 5. I want, I want to show you something real quick. 2 Corinthians. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to feel it today because revival's coming. He's preparing me mentally. Yes, sir. I want five. Okay, yeah. Get, get five and 18. Second, oh, well, five and 17. Start at 17. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Uh-huh. We take the scripture real life. All things have passed away. Yeah. Behold. All things have become new. Yeah. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ uh-huh. and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Keep on going. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, uh-huh. and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Okay. G- you know what reconcile means, right? When we tell you to reconcile your differences, get your differences together. Okay, what you have never seen is that Saul had to reconcile with Paul. When he got, when he realized who he was, he had to now deal with himself to become a new self. He had to forgive himself for being who he was to become who he got to become. You got to forgive your now so you can be so you could be well in your future because you made wrong choices now you didn't go to him now you you're trying you're trying not to become when you need to become for now but it's really for the future you understand what I'm saying 
Does everybody understand that? He's, Jesus has given us the ministry of reconciliation, but we always think it's for people, never for us. For all have sinned and come short. So your shortcomings make you try to denounce what you're supposed to become. And you said, I did so much wrong, and I did not believe enough, so now I need to put it down and let somebody else do it. I smoked so much. I drank so much. I, you know, boom, boom, boom so much. I did all this stuff that I wanted to do, and I forgot that God was trying to make me. So he says, forgive who you were so I can give you your new name. Have a seat. Forgive the times, hallelujah, that you quit me on purpose. Some of us need to be honest and say, Lord, I quit you on purpose because I could not stand becoming because I didn't want to give up the right to be me. But the right to be me was Saul, a persecutor. You persecute God by saying no to him. Mm. Everybody understand that? How many times are you going to keep persecuting the Lord? Stop telling God no. Stop telling him no. Stop saying, God, I can't. When you say to God you can't, you tell him he can't. Because everything he told you to do that he wants you to do, he did, he's not giving it to you. That's the reason why the church is so ignorant. We were ignorant because we think anything God called us to do, he has to, he has to rein it down. Where anything God called you to do or to be, it's already inside of you. It's packaged up waiting for you to open it. You open it by saying yes. And yes is not enough. Put your foot in it. God didn't part the water until their foot was in the water. You want to see God part your life first before you step in it. God said, step in it first. You need to feel the effects of the Jordan. You need to know the power of the waves. You need to know what mud feels like. And you need to know what, what it feels like for God to dry it up right in your foot. Then you don't just experience the power of God in crossing. You, you experience the power of God by transformation. Transformation becomes summation. So you can sum up. That's all it means. Summation. You can take an analysis of how powerful the God you serve. You don't have delivering power because you sat at home and you practice. You have delivering power because you're unsure when you get there. I'm not sure that every knee shall bow. Demons are going to listen to me, but I know my job. So when I get to, my God, I hope you hear me. So when I get there, I know, I, when I get there, I say, I'm called to this. I got to do it. I walk to where the issue is, not knowing that it's going to change, but believing it's going to change. And when I keep practicing that, then when I get to something, I know because I've seen his hand. The Jordan don't change. It's the season of the flood. Ooh, me. Somebody say purpose. purpose. Say it loud. Just give me about to 235 and I'm done. You heard me, right? 230. Don't laugh at me, Natalie. 
We'll be done at 235. That's it. Ten minutes, and I'll give you the word. Ten minutes, and give you the word. Okay. Purpose. The reason for which anything is done, created, or exists. Fixed design or outcome. You have, when God made you, he put a fixed design in you. You don't now, you think you're, you think when you get saved and you start pulling away stuff and you stop drinking, you stop kicking people and, you know, slapping people and running over, running over dogs when nobody see you. I'm just playing. You know I'm playing. You, 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 you stop doing that. You think it, it's brand new to you. It's old to God. Y'all didn't hear me. Your change is only new to you. But God already saw it. He knew the day you would give up certain things. Okay, let me help some. Some of us don't get delivered. We just grow older. You know, growing old is a deliverance too. Because it lets you stop. Because now you don't have the strength to do stuff. And now you just say, I grew out of that. Some stuff we don't get delivered from, we grow out of it. You don't have no patience no more. I'm not sitting around waiting. Uh, I'm not waiting for all that. I'm child by. Them days is over. You know, you used to sit outside and wait in the car for whatever you wanted. You didn't care if it came at 2 or 3 in the morning. You waited for what you wanted. Some of y'all still do it. But it's okay. You're going to grow out of it one day. You're going to be like, I'm not waiting on that no more. I grew out of that. I don't want that like that. No, 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 no. And when God starts to make you grow, you start to let it go. Some of you, you start to see the worth of yourself, and you go, you know what? I'm worth more now. Your value went up. A Van Gogh painting wasn't worth much when he first painted it. It had to grow old. Lord. Wine ain't, ain't, wine ain't vintage when you just make it. You have to let it grow old and mature. Then it has to get stale and then go through the process. Uh-huh. And then the chemical structure, the molecular structure starts to change and it starts to become something other than what it was in the beginning stages. Some people don't grow into their looks until they're 30. Now we understand why your nose was that way. Because your face got bigger. Okay, no, I'm not playing. It's very true. Look at your pictures when you were young. You look a little doofy. You don't look the same way now. Your cheek structure, everything starts to see. I'm going to say the stuff you ain't going to say in church. Stop lying. Y'all playing around now. You talk, call babies all kinds of names. Ooh, look at that baby. <laughs> People put brand new babies. You, you know you're going to hell if you call a baby ugly. So they go, oh, look at my baby. You go, ooh. You act like the baby cute. Ooh don't mean it's cute. You just say, ooh. My mother used to go, they go, Pastor, look at my baby. My mother go, oh, oh, oh. We go downstairs. She go, I can't call nobody's baby ugly. I'm, Mom, what you mean by that, ooh? You be quiet. Go, go back upstairs. No, ooh. That's what we said to some of y'all. That's what they said to me. Ooh. Ooh. Until God matured me. Until my gift, when God gave me my gift, it was bigger than me. Oh, my God. It didn't look right sitting on me because they only knew music. 
See, when God starts to change you, your friends are going to be like, what? Who are you? You ain't did this before. Oh, you don't like, oh, then the first thing they say, oh, you don't like that no more. Oh, we brand new now. And you're supposed to say, absolutely. You don't try to fit back in. You go, no, I'm brand new. So get it away from me. If you know I'm not about that. See, some of y'all ain't got that enough, enough in God where you can tell people to get away from you with the old stuff you used to enjoy. Stop acting like you enjoy it when God took it from you. Because if you go back to doing it, you'll be hooked forever. Hey, let me tell y'all something. When God delivers you from something, the worst thing you could do is try to pick it back up after God snatched it out of your hand. You try to go back to that. Try to go back to him and her. When God snatched it from you, you try to go back to it. Why return back to what ain't you no more? It's like a dog returning to its vomit. Because dogs are the animal that eat what they throw up. There's another animal that does that too. Yeah, it's called chicken. You enjoy it so much. The chicken is actually dirtier than the pig. Okay, study it. Say it again, brother. Thank you. Read it. The chicken is dirtier than the pig. You just think that the pig, the pig has a mud mentality. The chicken has a vomit mentality. Okay. All right. Which one do you pick? Because I can wash off the pig. But the chicken is eating what it and you enjoy its flesh. That's why we're fooled by, oh, God, let me just be quiet. Let me be quiet. Study to show yourself approved unto God. And you'll see that some of the stuff that we throw away is actually good for us. Now, I'm not saying pig is good for you. Don't, you know, it's good to you. I ain't say it's good for you. Okay? Now, I got four minutes. 21 ways, and I won't go through them all. God wants to bring purpose out of you like, number one, he brought out of Adam and Eve that was to provide. God wants to bring purpose out of you like he did for Abraham and Sarah. That's to make a promise. Three, God wants to provide a future for you like he did through Joseph. God wants to prove faith to you like he did Job. He wants to prove himself to you like he did Moses. He wants to teach us how to trust promise like he did for Joshua at Jericho. Seven, he wants to deepen our hearts like he did for David. He wants to show his power like he did with Elijah. He wants to help us with change of direction like he did Jonah. He wants to wake us up like he did Israel's exile. He wants to deepen our devotion like he did Daniel. He wants to help us see purpose like he did Esther. He wants to inspire action like he did Ezra and Nehemiah. He wants to teach us how to depend on his spirit like he did in Luke 12. He wants to help us to prepare for ministry like he did Peter. 16, he wants us to spread the gospel even if we get stoned like he did Stephen. He wants to restore community like he did Onimus and Philemon. He wants to help us to become mature like James 2 to 4. He wants to teach us God's will like he did in 1 Peter 4 and 19 and to keep us in God's love like he did Jude. That's Jude 20 and 21. 
I'm done. I did all 21. Which one are you? Which one are you? Which one are you? Does he want to deepen you? Does he want to restore you? Thank you for listening to the Tabernacle of Prayer Sermon of the Week. To stay updated with Tabernacle Sermons, how to give, and other resources, visit us online at toprc.org.